It is January 24th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, and across all major podcast platforms. And you can always visit us at robisright.com. Now, without further ado, and I'm a bit concerned what he's doing, the one and only Rob Smith. Yeah, I was hoping maybe some of our loyal listeners could help spring my bail. I went up to the march, uh, the anti-mandate march in Washington yesterday. And, you know, last night I was hanging around the hotel room and, you know, I had an opportunity to make a few bucks. And uh, nobody told me that it's against the law in Washington to sell your body. I just, so they, they threw me in the clapper here, clapper to get that stuff. Anyway. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping I can raise 1500 bucks and maybe I can be back in Richmond tomorrow sometime. But in the meantime, Stu, I've met a lot of nice guys here. Um, so, you know, I like meeting folks, Stu. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's see, Stu. Um, What's going on in the world? Well, probably the biggest news story of the year, Stu. And we're right on top of this. And you're not going to hear this anywhere else. Okay? Sit down, son. Gwyneth Paltrow has come out with a new candle. It's called Hands Off My Vagina Abortion Candle. Oh, that's quite lovely. (laughs) Isn't it? Um, so Stu, what goes into somebody's head that decides to make a vagina candle? You imagine that has to be, well, first off, the whole thing is gross. Whether, I mean, what is she, I'm almost at a loss for words, to be honest with you. I mean, what is she trying to accomplish? Well, not only that, Stu, I forget. Some chick told me this before, but she's got a website, a brand. It's Goop, I don't know I what it's called. It's called, it's called Poop or Broop Goop. or Goop. Yeah, Goop. Okay. Goop. And everything's like extremely expensive. So I'm sure this uh, keep your hands off my vagina candle is, um, you know, probably about $800. Um and Stu, what kind of ingredients do you think it's made out of? I mean, I, I hate that it has to be politicized. You know, if she can, if she can, I'm, I'm happy she has a business, but why does she have to politicize a candle? Um, maybe she thinks it's good for sales. How many um, kind of fat, dikey women are going to go, oh my God, I have to buy one of those? <laughs> Who knows? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just baffled. It's gross. I don't understand why people like to celebrate abortion like that. I think a lot of these lefties are kind of in a death spiral right now because the Supreme Court is kind of discussing, you know, a state's rights when it comes to determining what they what a state can do concerning abortion. Yeah, we've talked about this before. One could say that uh, reasonable people can disagree about abortion, um, you know, um, having some constraints on it, protecting kind of a woman's right to make decisions, this middle ground, 
But when people celebrate the extinction of a life, that's sick, dude. What the fuck are you doing to you, <laughs> Yeah. By the way, speaking of sickness, I don't know whether you followed this or not, but all around um, the, the country in these woke public school systems, they have Satan clubs. I had an exorcism. Oh, wow. In I elementary school. I did see that. <laughs> Just go ahead and ban all public schools now. Just get it over with. I mean, they, it's just unbelievable. Do they, do, they, do they light the child sacrifice Gwyneth Paltrow candles when they get their <laughs> Satan club started? That's probably the next thing she'll have. Uh, child sacrifice candles. Anyway. All right, Stu, moving on. Um, your girlfriend out in Arizona, uh, Christine Cinema, um, Arizona did... Democrats have moved to censor her because she is not for abolishing the filibuster. Now, Stu, I've always said this, but the Democratic Party is somewhat like Cosa Nostra. I watched um, something on John Getty the other night. It was a lot. It was a real documentary where people who were foot soldiers in the army, you know, they explain what the what the ritual was when you were made man and you were in uh, inducted into Cosa Nostra. And um, if you rat it on somebody or if you didn't do what the boss says, they kill you. That's right there in the oath. And in many ways, that's kind of symptomatic of the Democratic Party. We will destroy you if you don't walk in lockstep with us. Um, Stu, in other news, in Brazil, they're going to suspend, or they have suspended, the child vax, um, the Pfizer vax, um, a 10-year-old girl. I think this was the final straw. She must have been the daughter of somebody important. Um, um, takes the Pfizer vax. Th three hours later, she's dead. Um, now, Stu, this is truly just so nonsensical it defies belief but it's another example of how adults are not running washington or any agency of our government the biden administration has banned truckers from mexico and canada of bringing their loads in the united states unless they're vaccinated so that's going to cut off about 10% of the truck activity already, Stu. We have this incredible supply shortage now. Uh, walk into any grocery store and shelves are empty and we're going to make it worse. And in the meantime, Stu, um, all somebody, it's okay to have I mean, right now we have over 30% of the United States un unvaccinated. They're walking around doing things. Why can't a trucker from Canada do the same thing? And most of the time, these truckers, they're in their truck. You know, they, they take their, um, their load somewhere. Somebody else un unloads it. They go back home. But in the meantime, Stu, 2 million illegal immigrants, uh, no papers, no nothing, 
are allowed in the country with no vaccine at all. Um, it, it's just you, you can't make this stuff up, make this stuff up for the sheer lunacy and um, nonsensical left-wing doctrinaire that runs these folks where they are just incapable of any kind of rational thinking. And oh. it kind of reminds me of they're allowing vaccinated nurses who have COVID to return back to work because they're so desperate for nurses, but they would fire the unvaccinated nurses and not offer them a job back, even if they've had COVID and have antibodies because of their policy. And so if we're having such a supply chain cr crisis, which we clearly are, and everyone knows it, you know, you go to a store, you can't even get half the things you want nowadays, but you would imagine that they would not fight the truckers concerning that, just like how they've kind of backed down on, I mean, the, the lunacy of having a someone who is positive for COVID, who is, I guess, asymptomatic work because you're so desperate for them, but you're not desperate enough for people to get the food they need or the products they want to keep the economy going. I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, this is just like when they put all the um, sick COVID patients in the nursing homes. So you're going to take nurses that are sick, that have COVID and can spread it <laughs> and put them in the hospital as opposed to taking people who aren't sick uh, and using their, their services. Uh, it's, I mean, I think these people have never done anything, Stu. They never run a business. They just don't know how to do any kind of a managerial function. Um, anyway, um, Stu, um, we reported last week about this guy, Ray Epps, and um, how Ted Cruz asked um, the, the FBI um, department head if Ray Epps was in the service of the United States government and all these issues. Um, and shockingly, she wouldn't answer any of the questions, which pretty much affirmed that he was some sort of a plant, some guy working for the for the government. Um, he apparently had never been interviewed, uh, asked him about it. And a day later, this guy, Adam Kinzinger, the Republican plant on the committee, who's, who's just worthless, uh, said, oh, the committee has already talked to him. <laughs> really? Um, well, it turns out that likely they hadn't because they just talked to him they announced they had him in for a deposition, a Zoom deposition on January 21, hmm, Friday. Um, so why did Kissinger or Kinzinger lie about that? Um, the other thing is um, it wasn't a public hearing. Here is the most pronounced uh, antagonist in the whole crowd. Um, it wasn't a public hearing. Uh, apparently, they took a transcript. They haven't released the transcript, and we don't even know if it's under oath. So the question is, well, why are they lying? I mean, it's obviously they are trying to pull the wool over the, over the public's eye. If they're not, why don't they just disclose? If it was a congressional Zoom 
meeting, does that mean they recorded it? Because they could just release it, release the uncut recorded yeah, they could. meeting, yeah. and then and then much, it nips it in the bud. But this is much like when um, a couple of days before the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton was interviewed by the FBI. Uh, none of her statement was taken under us. It was only like an hour and a half. You couldn't possibly depose her. Um, but they think we're so stupid. It's just so there's a cover up for some reasons, Stu, and I think we know why it is. OK, Stu, getting back to the loony left's COVID policies, uh, there's a study out of the UK, which shows that um, COVID infection rate among the triple jabbed, the boosted, is higher and rising faster than the unvaccinated across almost all age groups. Um, so Stu, what's going on here is starting at, they've got these charts and what the evidence is saying that starting at about age 30, the amount of people who are double or triple vaxxed um, is, who are catching COVID is 89% higher than the unvaxxed. Uh, the data also is showing that these groups after um, age 30, you are the rate of spread is significantly higher than un unvaccinated. Now, one could say, well, since only a third are unvaccinated, then you would think that there'd be more cases. Um, but what they're talking about is the rate of spread. Um, so, Stu, and also of the three groups, they have some bar charts, but the the chart group that is the fastest spreading is the triple boosted. Um, below that is the double vaxxed. And then below that is the unvaxxed. So the top two are spreading much faster um, among those sets than the unvaxxed. And again, this isn't any surprise to us in that we've listened to what happens when you mess with the system and the spike protein by giving all these jabs, um, the virus will find a way to work around it. Um, and um, apparently that's what's, ha what's happening now where the jabs are, the new booster jabs are completely ineffective. And, um, Within the past few days, we've seen the Moderna stock and the Pfizer stock just go. And um, there have been some leaks out of out of CDC that they might. There's talk about doing away with the vaccines altogether. In Britain, they're doing away with it. In Israel, they have. Uh, Israel has the highest rate of COVID of any place in the world. Now think about that, Stu, one of the most advanced countries in the world, filled with some of the smartest people in the world, 
they now have these four jabs and what happens to their COVID rate? Sky high. But if you live in Bangladesh or um, Southeast Asia in a grass hut somewhere, uh, working in a rice field crammed together, your country has very little COVID. So it just shows you how much the government Fs everything up by trying to solve things they cannot solve and making things many times worse. That's the lesson, Stu. We don't need you MFs to help us, okay? We can do it ourselves. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. And free me from this jail cell. I was just having a little fun at the hotel. <laughs> Contributing to GNP. I even tapped the bill, the bellman. All right, Stu. So I'm looking at this kind of, I think it's going to lead to something kind of big, which is Jen Psaki leaving the White House as press secretary. So Jen Psaki was on The View on Friday, and I'm going to play some. She really picks those hot brow shows to go on, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, she? yes, yes, definitely. And so I'm going to play this clip from the show. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning. we got to keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote, how to request an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's going to rely on the energy and the anger of those that activism as well and so it's just baffling to me for her to say go to a kickboxing class have a margarita when most of the gyms from most of the martial arts gyms have been super hurt by all the lockdowns and the covid is your gym having a lockdown is it even doing classes right is now it's still around because lots of them have closed that as well and even with professional fighters, there's been a lot of discussion concerning that with the UFC. You have gyms in other countries where they are up so upset and they're so restricted that they're actually fleeing to freer countries just to even be able to function. But back to Jinsaki. And then she says, drink a margarita. When we know drinking has been significantly risen in a post-pandemic world. So it's just the, I think it's, unprofessional and gross for her to kind of even suggest that in the first place. So, well, it, it, again, it's a, it illustrates kind of this sophomoric childishness we see of these people running the government, you know, still I'm all for having fun and, um, and being a smart ass, but when you're in a position of responsibility like that, I just think your comments ought to be kind of sober and more reflective. Yeah, absolutely. And then she. Gets I mean, I if I wanted Shecky Green uh, to be press secretary, I would have lobbied the Biden administration for that. I love dialect stories. There's a story about the man that committed adultery, and he went to the corner church, and he said to the priest, "He says, Father, he says, I've done a terrible thing. I've broken one of the commandments. I've committed adultery. He says, I beg of you, I'd like some absolution." The priest says, "Well, Tim." We all have our idiosyncrasies. Who was the woman? He's no father. 
I can never divulge the woman's name. Please don't ask me to divulge the woman's name. He says, Jim, until you can tell me the woman's name, I'm afraid I cannot give you absolution. Was it Mrs. McCaffrey, whose husband's the butcher on the corner? No, father, it wasn't Mrs. McCaffrey. Please don't ask me the woman's name. I can never divulge the woman's name. He says, Tim, I'm telling you, until you tell me the woman's name, I cannot give you absolute. Was it Mrs. McGuinness? He says, no, father, it wasn't Mrs. McGuinness. Please, father, I can never divulge the woman's name. He said, Tim, until you can make up your mind to give me the woman's name, I can't give you absolution. And Tim started to walk out of the church. And his friends, well, Tim, did you get absolution? He said, no, but I got some wonderful leads. <laughs> and what happens as the interview goes on is she's asked if she's going to leave the White House. And I think that was a question that the White House gave the view to ask. And so she has planted the seed that she doesn't want to miss any of her kids uh, growing up. So she has thought about spending more time with the kids. So I I'm wouldn't be surprised. She has kids, dude. Um, she, ha she have a husband? Yes, he is this kind of democratic policymaker, kind of frumpy looking, uh, chubby. Well goofy looking so kind of wears um uh, wrinkled clothes kind of androgynous looking uh, gets unhinged easily uh probably goes to the grocery store and shops for arugula <laughs> and, and feta cheese that my class i i don't know if he's on skinny jeans and how dare you associate feta cheese with the left but, uh, but you're, you nailed it pretty much. Okay. And my last story for the day is this. So in Pennsylvania, there was a truck connected to a trailer and the trailer had 100 monkeys on it. And you're probably wondering what are 100 monkeys doing on a trailer? Well, there are monkeys that get medically tested. And so they were on their way to a CDC quarantine center. And so this species of monkey, Dr. Fauci is there with like um, a big evil smile on his face with a big <laughs> needle and just going. <laughs> I mean, very well possible. And so these monkey, this, this species of monkey is actually used for toxicology testing. That's one of the main things they do with it. And a dump, truck runs into the tractor trailer and the, a lot of the monkeys escape and good get for out them. good for them but then you have possibly biohazardous monkeys, monkeys running around yeah <laughs> and i mean this is this is the plot of 12 monkeys this is the plot of the one of the more recent planet of the apes films and so the local law enforcement they have to release this statement essentially saying do not do they speak in uh an english accent like the monkeys in planet of the apes do i don't know i they, they maybe that's why they didn't want humans to get close to them but but uh unlike dr sayas these monkeys then get essentially murdered so they euthanize some of these monkeys that so they, get out. they do kill them they they kill they, they kill some of them and they're able to retrieve others and they haven't they haven't stated why some of them were, were euthanized. Retrieve others. What does that mean? That sounds like a bureaucratic word. Save others. I mean, they're probably whatever they do to them, they're probably permanently damaged. I mean, who knows? I I, I have no idea. I, I said and they're being kind, it, the whole thing is very sketchy to me. But 
for a while there, I think like a 12 hour time period had gone by where one of the monkeys was still unaccounted for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they Maybe find- he'll make his way to, to safety um, with the underground monkey railroad. Possibly. <laughs> I just found the whole thing to be super interesting and then kind of scary in the sense that, oh, are we going to have possibly uh, a pandemic on our hand? Because one of the one of the, the lab leak theory is that bats that they were testing coronaviruses on are the source of the lab leak. So right. how much how much monkey testing is going on? And for me, I imagine monkey to human is a lot easier than bat to human. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but I would imagine it would be easier. So one would think so. Where were the monkeys headed? Where's CDC line? I, I don't were know. Going to Chapel Hill by by any chance? Uh, who who knows? They yeah, that's where the, the gain of function research goes on. Certainly, the monkeys would be treated more humanely in Charlottesville. <laughs> I don't know about that from what I've read about UVA Medical Center, but. Uh, yeah, you got a point there, Stu. Um, they, too, are full of monolithic thinking there. Um, mm. All right, Stu. Um, if, the, um, if you want to flash, you know, free Rob from DC jail, kind of a little box where people can put their credit card in to help spring my bail, that'd be appreciated. Why don't you ask for a movie poster of some starlet like Gwyneth Paltrow, and then you could actually start uh, digging out of the cell and you can use the poster to hide your escape route. Oh. Just like in Shawshank Redemption. I like that stuff. Yeah. Right on, right on. All right, go get it. Later. Bye. Get busy living or get busy dying. That's goddamn right.